From Jordan-Hare Stadium to Auburn Arena. From the Plains to the recruiting trail and all points in between. If it's Auburn, we've got it covered. Did I say War Eagle or War Eagle? That's it? War Eagle. This is the Auburn Undercover Podcast with Brandon Marcello. Hey everybody, I'm Brandon Marcello. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Uh, a little bit of a different episode you're going to listen to uh, today, tonight, in the future, in the past, if you have a time-traveling device. Most of you, or some of you at least, maybe maybe a few of you, know that uh, I, I wrote a story uh, last week, by, when this publishes, uh, I wrote a story a week before this podcast about Joey Gatewood. And uh, the type of quarterback uh, he is and was. Um, specifically, I wanted to speak to the people who are close to him, not necessarily coaches at Auburn. I mean, we've heard them talk. We've heard receivers even at Auburn talk and make comparisons between Joey Gatewood and Cam Newton, which we'll get into here in the podcast today. But this podcast, I wanted to bring over my interviews I conducted with uh, his two former coaches uh, in Florida. Joey Gatewood, uh, as a lot of you guys know, you're all diehard Auburn fans. You're listening to this, most likely. Big quarterback, six foot six, 233 pounds. The guy is humongous. Um, the type of player that Gus Malzahn would just drools over. He looks like Cam Newton. I mean, the guy has the physics. The physicality, I should say. I hate that word, physicality. It's not even a real word. But you know what I mean, the stature. Doesn't mean he can play like Cam Newton. It's just that he has that ability that allows him to run more inside zone, um, and he has a cannon of an arm. So this is a guy, Joey Gatewood, who, as we all know, is going to be battling Bo Nix for the starting job here at Auburn in August. Some people believe people I've talked to, um, that Joey Gatewood has the slight advantage against Bo Nix. Both are freshmen, but Joey Gatewood's been around for an extra year as a redshirt freshman. It's going to be an interesting um, battle, but we know a lot about Bo Nix. I I think that's safe to say. You know, Bo Nix is the son of Auburn legend Patrick Nix. He grew up in this state. He grew up an Auburn fan. Um, He's won back-to-back state titles in the state of Alabama. He's broken numerous state records. He owns all kinds of accolades and awards. But Joey Gatewood's a guy who a lot of people kind of forgot about, even when he was on campus for last season, back in 2018, because this is a guy that committed to Auburn after, right after his sophomore year of high school. And then he played in a two-quarterback system at Bartram Trail in Florida, and people are like, well, if he's so good, why is he playing in a two-quarterback system? Which, you know, is a valid question. It's interesting to me. So I went about to find out, you know, other people have written stories about Joey Gatewood in the past, but I wanted to kind of refresh people who haven't uh, read anything about him in a while, but also reintroduce him or introduce him, for that matter, to some folks who might not know Joey Gatewood as well as maybe they should heading into this competition that will settle who will be the starting quarterback for Auburn going into the season opener August 31st 
against Oregon. So I talked to Denny Thompson, a private quarterbacks coach uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. He's known Joey Gatewood since his high school days. He's been training him ever since then, and he continues to do so. I talked to him uh, for this interview, for this story, and I wanted to share some of it. Denny Thompson's actually got a radio show of his own uh, in the Florida area, I believe. So he's a very good talker, as you'll find out here in this interview. So I reached out to him. He's He has seen Joey Gatewood up close and personal throughout the years, and this summer he's been working out with him to kind of get his take on what type of player he is, person he is, and how he stacks up in this quarterback race. I also spoke to Joey's high school coach, uh, Daryl Sutherland, longtime coach. In fact, he's been the only head football coach at Bartram Trail since I believe it opened uh, its doors in 2000. Um, and I talked to him a little bit about why he runs a two-quarterback system. It's and not necessarily every year, but he's done it a lot there, and he's never wavered from it, no matter how good a football player is, even a Joey Gatewood. This is a guy who has coached several Division I, uh, future Division I quarterbacks. Joey Gatewood's one of them. Riley Smith, who he shared playing time with, Joey Gatewood did, at the high school there. Riley Smith is now at Boise State. He's coached another quarterback who's now at Clemson, another quarterback that's at Furman. At one point, actually, uh, Joey Gatewood, while he was on campus there in high school, there were three quarterbacks on the roster who would sign with college football teams, including Riley Smith at Boise State, So, who he shared snaps with. So we go into that. But anyway, these interviews are meant to paint a better picture of who Joey Gatewood is as a player, what he's capable of achieving, and his odds, I guess you could say, of winning the starting job. So we'll dive right in. We'll go first with Denny Thompson, the private quarterbacks coach of Joey Gatewood. And here we discuss how they met, how long they've been training together, and what this summer's been like as Joey Gatewood tries to improve himself and win the starting job at Auburn. Have you gotten a chance to to work with him at all this this summer? Oh yeah, yeah, we've worked a ton this summer. Yeah, he's um, gosh, he's been in probably I think eighteen to twenty times this summer. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's working his butt off. He's um, like that. That's the thing about Joey is I've got. I've got a bunch of guys playing college ball and, and we're, we're lucky. I've got commits to Florida, Florida state and, um, and Georgia for next mm-hmm. year. But like Joey is the dude that like work wise is unmatched. Like uh, he just, he loves to, to learn more about the game and to work. Um, to the point I've, I've told somebody yesterday at this actually, he, uh, I'll drop him off. Cause he doesn't, he doesn't have a car down here. And so, you know, it's like, I've got to make sure that his mom is okay with how much he's training. Um, you know, because there's costs associated and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, we get done training and I'm not even home yet. And he's already texting me. It's like, okay, what's our schedule tomorrow? You know, it, yeah. it's just, it's a relentless like work thing. He's just, he's addicted to it at this point. How, how's he kind of, approaching this year i mean obviously he knows he's in contention for the starting job is there more urgency or what's he like i guess this this summer 
there's been an urgency about him since last Christmas break, um, you know, heading into the spring competition because he, he knew at that point that he had a chance at this. Uh, the only thing that's been different with him this summer uh, as opposed to before spring ball, and I worked with him after spring ball, so actually, you know, starting after spring ball before the summer even started, is I think he now is preparing, you know, a little differently within what he expects Auburn to do offensively. So meaning instead of us working mechanics, I don't have an Auburn playbook. I don't, you know, I don't do any of that stuff. So I'm very focused on let's just make sure mechanically and movement-wise and balance-wise and all that kind of stuff that you're where you need to be. Now he takes those drills and he applies it to what they're doing at Auburn. Whereas before it was just a drill, but now it's he's taking that next step. And so I've seen that. That's been a big shift. And I've never really said anything to him about it because I just like when the kid's working that way, I don't I don't want to ask questions. I just want him to keep working. And uh and but I have seen that. So it's 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 interesting. And I'll ask some questions of, you know, hey, what are you guys trying to accomplish from a footwork perspective here? And he, he he's got the answer right away. So I think he's very in in tune of what they want him to do with the OC and what coach Malzahn wants him to do. That's been the biggest difference really since spring ball ended. There's a lot of people, you know, fairly, or I should say unfairly, you know, when, when Joey Gatewood came on board, you know, there's high expectations and everybody looks back at high school going, well, why did he share snaps? If he's so good, why did he share snaps? I guess explain to them, you know, from what you've seen, why, Joey is capable of not only being a starting quarterback, but a starting quarterback in the SEC? Well, to answer that question directly, you first have to understand where he came from. So the school he went to is a quarterback factory. So, I mean, their last few quarterbacks are guys like Kyle Parker, who played at Clemson, Nate Peterman. Um, Then they had one that went to Furman. And while Joey was on campus at that school, there were three quarterbacks that are now playing Division I football. And so their head coach is a, is strictly he is not a win it all cost guy. He is a we're going to develop guys guy, and and so he stuck to that principle even though, you know, I don't think it ended up costing him any wins, but even though it could have, um, and and so I, it wasn't any knock on Joey, just like it wasn't any knock on Riley. It was part of the process for the coach. Um, he he he's the real deal. But you're talking about if somebody's you know wondering why or how is Joey, you know, qualified to be a starter at the SEC, I, I, they haven't really seen Joey. Joey is a physical freak, number one. Um, but the second thing is I think people are buying into things that they heard about Joey way back of, hey, he's more of a runner and not a thrower. And that's just false. It's just, it's wrong. Um, he is not only capable of playing at the college level, he's he, he's got the talent to be one of the top quarterbacks in the country at the talent level. And I don't want to put pressure on Joey, but that's kind of how asinine that statement. If somebody makes it of, Hey, can Joey really start at the SEC level? Not only can he start, he can, he can be one of the top quarterbacks in the country um, regardless of SEC level or anywhere in the country. He's, he's that, he's got that much potential in. What do you think he could do for this Auburn offense this season? Because, you know, last year they had some struggles and, you know, they haven't quite had a, you know, his teammates, you know, and I guess we have to be reminded that, 
goodness, it feels like it was almost yesterday, but it was nine years ago when Cam Newton was the quarterback at Auburn, you know, and all these kids were, you know, nine years old watching them. You know, they're just kids. But all his teammates keep comparing him to Cam Newton, which, you know, we haven't gotten the chance to talk to Joey. I wonder how he feels about that. But obviously, because of his body type, there could be comparisons there, though, you know, Newton's a once in a generation talent. But, you know, when you hear comparisons like that, what, what, do, you, what do you think? It's fair. I mean, it's a fair comparison. Joey doesn't like it, um, has never liked it, even though his favorite player has always been Cam Newton. Um, you know, he, he understands what goes along with that comparison. And, and I think Joey's has told me before that, you know, he, he just wants to be Joey. And, you know, what he can do for Auburn's offense is, is he, can, he can put that point of, of conflict on a defense where you've got to make a decision. What do you want to stop? And and that's you know old school dual threat quarterbacks used to do that. Now in today's game, it's harder to do that. You have to be a certain type of dual threat quarterback to do it. And Joey's that guy. Like if you look across the landscape of college football right now, people want quarterbacks that can run. And so usually what you see are you know a Kyler Murray type of a little bit smaller guy, um, but he's a threat to take off and and pick up you know thirty yards off of a you know when you're in man coverage and your backs to him. Joey can do that, but in addition to it, you can have designed runs where Joey can run around you, he can run through you, um, he can throw over you, he can throw short, and so you really kind of have to pick your poison. And I and I think what Coach Malzahn has done has shown is if he has that type of quarterback, he can put those pressure points on the defense. He knows how to coach that pressure point up. He knows he knows how to cause that conflict. In other words, is what I'm trying to say. And I think Joey is is not comparing him to Cam, but that's where their similarity is. Is if you want to bring that extra guy in the box because you're worried about Joey picking up six yards on a quarterback power, that's okay. Uh, Joey can also beat you over the top and replace that guy. Um, if if you want to squeeze him towards the middle, Joey's got the speed to hit the sideline, and 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 you're going to have a hard time catching an angle on him because he's a lot faster than he looks. So I think that's the thing that Joey brings to Auburn, and that's the thing that defenses are going to hate to prepare for. Um, and and now in today's game, imagine Cam playing now in the in the day of RPOs in college. What would his stats have been then? Yeah, I've been insane. and and now you it, it would have been. And so now you add that into everything else that that Cam could have done, and I think it's very easy to see. Um, what Joey has the the capability of doing. Now the question is, can he do it? The question is, can he execute? And that's the question that you know I, I'm asking. As, as close as I am with Joey, and as much as we work, it's one thing to look good now. It's a whole other thing to look good in Texas Stadium against Oregon or against Alabama. And and can he do that? And the thing that Joey has shown is on the big stage, he shows up. Um, he's shown that all through high school. They played in big stages, and the bigger the game the better Joey is. And so I'm, I'm expecting that he can do it, but, but I'm as anxious as everybody else to see it. So, I mean, obviously you're very close to him, but do you think he, he ends up being the starter this season for Auburn? I don't know. Um, I've, you know, I've been direct in asking him, um, and I don't, you know, I don't think he knows. Um, I'll put it this way. I'm, I'm confident enough that my wife and I are going to be in Dallas for that game. Um, 
so I, I think he's got as good of a chance, if not, you know, a better chance than, than, than not being the starter. Um, so I, I'm, I'm confident enough that, that we're going to be out there for that Oregon game, and he's preparing like he's the starter. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I wonder how much Joey Gatewood has changed since his high school days and how much he changed during his high school days when he was having to split time with Riley Smith uh, at the quarterback position there. And so I reached out to Daryl Sutherland, the high school coach, of Joey Gatewood, and we discussed that, also the type of player Joey Gatewood is, and how he will probably surprise some folks with the way he handles himself. Here's my conversation with Daryl Sutherland, Joey Gatewood's high school coach. When you when you had him on your team, I know you guys were running a, more of a two-quarterback system at the time. Kind of take me through that and the, and the decision process and what you had noticed about Joey at that time. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the things that I think really, uh, you know, Auburn fans should love about him is that he's such a loyal young man. Um, you know, had two young men that are obviously, uh, uh, you know, they're both division one quarterbacks uh, um, and, uh, you know, knew that they were going to go play quarterback at the next level. We're a big enough program where we didn't have to have one of them go play guard while the other one played quarterback or something like that, you know, where we, we had guys that could, play the other position that we say and we're, we 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 think you guys can help us uh allow us to have a lot of quarterback run stuff in uh and the rest of the positions all rotate and if, if we knew if those guys could handle it well then everybody else should be able to handle it well and uh and joey did an awesome both quarterbacks did an awesome job joey did an awesome job of being a, a humble team player that competed every day um we still uh we graded their film and uh, whoever had the highest grade uh, got to start the next week and uh, you know got to be they they both were going to play the same out, but they were going to call each other QB one all week. And, you know, they had fun with it. Uh, but he, you know, just the fact that he was loyal, that he, uh, um, you know, that he committed to Auburn. And so, but they grew up watching and hearing about Cam Newton. So I say that as a preface to this, that a lot of uh, Joey Gatewood's teammates now, receivers particularly keep comparing him to Cam Newton. 
I guess it's easy to do that because of his size and the way he runs and everything. But um, I know people hesitate to make those type of comparisons, especially with a quarterback who's yet to start a game in the SEC. But right. how obviously they have similar statures and similar playing style. Is that fair to say just as far as what they can do on the field and how, how good can Joey be? you believe in his college career. Yeah. You know, I know that the cliche is that the sky's the limit, but I think uh, just, he is so gifted athletically. Uh, he's got such an incredibly strong arm. You know, I think people look at him and think he's a runner and, and he is, he's a very gifted runner. He's, he's incredibly fast for how big he is uh, and incredibly agile for how big he is. Uh, but uh, uh, his arm strength um, and uh, you know, just not only how far he can throw the ball, uh, but uh, the ability to be able to throw touch passes and do those things, uh, you know, I think he's he's going to be a uh, um, you know, tremendous college player, and I think he's got the, the potential to be a great pro player. Um, you know, as far as the comparison, you know, Cam Newton, that, that's a, that's a pretty high compliment. Um, but I, you know, the thing I can tell you is just I, I see such a high ceiling for him because his talent is so high, uh, and his character is so high. Um, you know, he's a he's a really good young man. Uh, and so I think, uh, the sky's the limit for him. You ever, you ever had any conversation? I know you're a very busy guy and you've got your own team to worry about and everything, but you ever had any conversations with them about, you know, being the potential face of a program and, and all that type of stuff that comes on, comes along with being a quarterback in an SEC school? Uh, yeah, we do actually. We talk about it a lot as far as just, you know, Hey, why do you think God gave you this? Uh, these these gifts was it so you get rich and famous and and uh, die with the most toys and uh, you know that's my constant question with uh, with guys like Joey and, uh, and he's like no it's to help other people it's to you know to make people around me better and, and he he really gets that um, you know I think that's something that uh, um, you know he's quiet by nature uh, but he he gets the responsibility of of being a leader you know, and and being somebody that uh, that people are watching. I hope that provided a little bit more insight on Joey Gatewood, the football player, the person, and the player who's going to have to face the pressure of winning this starting job against Bonex. Will he win it? We'll see. Uh, but in an in Auburn world, so to speak, where we know a lot about Bonex, I wanted to shed more light on Joey Gatewood, and I'm going to try and shed more light on Bonex as well, though I've told a story, shared a story, I should say. I don't tell stories. I share stories. As well, as well as a lot of other writers uh, throughout his career since he's right here in the state of Alabama. And certainly we'll get into his story and his chances and everything as we go into August and this quarterback battle really starts heating up because it's going to heat up, folks. It's going to be one that I think is going to be decided. I th It's not going to be announced, I, I don't think, but I think it's going to be decided within the first, you know, nine to ten days of preseason camp and listen they, they go you know certain days in a row or whatever but I think right after that first scrimmage Gus Malzahn's going to have a pretty good idea of who his quarterback is I don't know if he'll reach that decision in his head and then announce it but I think he's going to have a gut feeling and my here's my gut feeling on the whole situation and listen all it takes is one scrimmage to change things but based off the way Joey Gatewood performed in the spring and the things I heard from behind closed doors at Auburn I think that it's going to take Joey Gatewood taking a step back more so than Bo Nix taking a step forward in a scrimmage 
for Joey Gatewood to not be the starting quarterback when the season opens August 31st. And, and by that, I mean Joey Gatewood would have to go out there in a scrimmage when they're being tackled in a live scrimmage, by the way. He would have to go out there and just look completely lost and regret and has regressed since the spring to put some doubt in Gus Malzahn's brain. I think that's what would happen more so than Bo Nix say, let's say Bo Nix goes out there and goes 19 for 19 for 326 yards, four touchdowns and also rushes for 48 yards. I don't think that would necessarily edge out Joey Gatewood if he continues to do what he does, which is, you know, complete passes at about 65% rate, 62%. And then also take off with the ball run and pick up some hard yardage in second and short and third and short situations. So we'll find out, though. I mean, these are two really good quarterbacks, very talented. I think this is the best as far as talent. Uh, Auburn has been in the number one and number two spots in Gus Malzahn's tenure, and that's including Jared Stidham and Joey Gatewood. Last season when you know things were kind of iffy and Malik Willis was actually the number two there for a little bit. Um, and that includes Nick Marshall and Jeremy Johnson. And I say that because Jeremy Johnson obviously didn't pan out when he became the starter even though in 2013 when Jeremy Johnson was the backup, things certainly looked bright for him, and you would say, man, they were stacked at quarterback because of those two, Nick Marshall, who was an incredible quarterback, and I think is going to go down as one of the top three quarterbacks in Auburn history as it stands now. But in my opinion, you know, I've only been here six years, but I've I've kept up with Auburn and looked through history. I, I, th- I think that. I really think that. Anyway, uh, I digress. But – um. This is this group, Joey Gatewood and and Bo Nix. Th- this is the most talent they've had this position. And here's the other thing: they're both freshmen. You know, I know one's a redshirt freshman, Joey Gatewood, and Bo Nix is a true freshman. This is a lot of talent, and it's going to be interesting to watch this all pan out. I think they're both going to play this season, and not necessarily okay. Well, there's a blowout, so one of them has to play as a backup. But I, I think that they're both going to play in the opener somehow. Unless, say, the starter goes out there and just lights the world on fire and scores on four straight, five straight drives or something, and then you're like, we don't want to mess with this. You know what I mean? Um, but I th- I would think the backup, whoever it's going to be, is going to be promised a series or two in the opener. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm not the head coach, but that's just from talking to people inside the program. You know, preseason camp hasn't started yet, at least when we were recording this, but August 2nd, that's when our questions will start to be answered a little bit. But I believe that after that first scrimmage, Gus Malzahn will have a pretty good idea. How quickly does he announce a starter? He's going to announce it at at the very latest two weeks before the opener. So that's August 17th, my birthday. Um, And he's announced, by the way, a starting quarterback on August 17th before. Um, And I'm going to have a timeline of uh, uh, starting dates that, uh, Gus Malzahn has announced quarterbacks to kind of give you an idea of when he makes these announcements and kind of has his thought process through the years. I'll have that at auburn.247sports.com as we prepare and ramp up for preseason camp here in the next week or so. But um, that, and by the way, that August 17th date was when Nick Marshall won the job over Jeremy Johnson uh, in Gus Malzahn's first preseason camp as a head coach at Auburn. I think it'll be around the same time again. I I, th- I think he's just he's gonna he's gonna have to do it obviously the, uh, in those last two weeks of practices in August because the last two weeks of practices are game weeks to them. It's their game preparation. But could he announce it sooner? I, I think it's very possible. I think after the first scrimmage he'll know. Um, 
whether he can settle it in his gut and also in his his head at the, simultaneously and make an announcement sooner. We'll see. But anyway, I hope in this episode you got a little bit of a better idea of Joey Gatewood, the person. Uh, my thanks to Daryl Sutherland and Denny Thompson for joining me. That's it for this episode of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Make sure and check us out at auburn.247sports.com. Check us out on Instagram for a lot of great videos being put together by our new intern, Alexa Patty. Some great videos, behind-the-scenes stuff. Check us out on Instagram, auburn247sports. Give us a follow there. We got stuff up all the time. That's it for me. I'll see you down the road. No one has it covered like 24-7 sports. Go Undercover with Auburn Undercover. Auburn Undercover.